Hey, Adam. Yeah. Do you like going to the movies? I do. Do you like talkies or silent? I like talkies. Talkies. Okay. Have you ever had deja vu? All over again. I am Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you. And today's episode is sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com and get your piano access pass right now if you're a pianist. If you're not a pianist, don't get the piano access pass. No, maybe, because you can gift it. Did you know that? you can gift it. This is gifting season. You can also learn some jazz piano if you're not a pianist, because we do start with the jazz piano jumpstart. Which is really for the novice level, as we say. That's right. But you could get it for the novice. Well, the great thing about the piano access pass is if you want to give that as a gift, Mm. it's good for the whole year, and it's every course. So, like, if you're not if you know someone that plays piano and you think they're interested in jazz or just interested in like creative music but you don't know what level they're at and so maybe you don't want to insult them by getting them jumps jazz piano jump star they're like oh this is too babyish for me um then you get the piano access pass it's it's kind of like you know do you get a a loved one well a loved one you would know their size but say you have a friend female male whatever and you get them wrong like size. a purple sweater like a purple sweater that's <laughs> extra large you know and they're size medium that's yeah. that's awkward that is kind of awkward yeah. yeah so the piano access pass fits all anytime anybody gives me any kind of clothing they always say here you go big guy <laughs> big guy <laughs> And there's a famous line that Alec Baldwin said in the movie with Meryl Streep because they're always like, big guy. He's like, hold on a second. Are you calling me big guy because I'm fat or because I'm tall? (laughs) Um, And then they say both. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's true. Um, Okay, so today we're talking about – now, why did you bring up in our little witty banter – witless banner or witty banner? We're never sure. Either way. Uh, That that it was deja vu perhaps. I feel like we've done this episode before, but yeah. it's and as Andrew reminded us, he's like, I wasn't here. So it had to be a long, long time ago. That's right. We feel like we did. And normally we would say, well, we bring, we're going to bring something fresh. But if we did do it, we very well would be listening to the exact same movies and bantering about them in the same way. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I just thought about this because, you know, I was on that long flight from Japan and I watched the movie, which is our number one, Birdman. Mm. And great soundtrack from Antonio Sanchez. Yes, our friend. And a guest appearance by Brian Blade. Yes, towards the end of the crucial scene, and he kills it. Like before, I even saw who it was. I was like, "That's Brian Blade." Yeah, and I think I remember Antonio telling the story that I want to say that he's that was kind of his thing, bringing him in or whatever, which is such a cool and smart thing to do, you know. But yeah, that's that's a great great movie. I mean, just the whole thing. It's it's uh, the music is is so unique and that it's all there was some controversy with that though because it wasn't do you remember that it wasn't eligible for a oscar because it wasn't considered an original score or something why not i don't know i i I think it was some i think it was a little bit of uh a little bit of hating on it being so drum heavy as in all drums you know that's ridiculous yeah jive well you know what we're gonna boycott the oscars this year because well that was a couple years two years ago we would have we're on board all right, so that's number one of our seven soundtracks Peter yeah. and Adam love. And look, most of these have either like a jazz or creative music kind of connection, but not all of them. We just all ones that we enjoy yeah, or just, love. Just kind of thinking off the cuff here about what we like yeah. to listen to. All right, number two, we have Round Midnight. Now, if you haven't checked this one out, this is a classic jazz soundtrack. There are many classic so- jazz soundtracks. Yes. And that's not what this list is about. But no. this is the classic one. This is the classic one. Great movie. Great soundtrack, great movie, great the that they have works. so many of the musicians Oscar, in the Oscar movie. Oscar winning soundtrack? Right? I believe so. Yeah. Definitely Oscar winning some parts about the movie and yeah. the music. I don't I don't know. Um, but 
it, yeah, it's so Herbie Hancock's. That was kind of my first time seeing him. Like when this movie came out, you probably saw it later, and I want to say I saw it in the theaters. No, I was in my twenties at some point, so yeah. it was not when it came. But out. But I was like maybe thirteen, fourteen years old. I want to say I have to check the exact date. But w- what was the situation that you saw it in? Well, so in when I moved to New York, I lived at Twenty Second and Eighth, and there was a video store around the corner from my apartment where. I mean, these just don't exist anymore. No. Was it called Blockbuster? It was not called Blockbuster. It was an independent. It was called like reseller. Al's Video or something like that. And it was just like, you know, run by nerds who were into film yeah. and organized by director. And I was like, what is this all about? And I think I that was the first time I might have rented that on VHS and watched it. In my, Ooh, VHS. Love it. Not Betamax? 70 Betamax square apartment yeah. in New York City. Um yeah, no, it was, and I'm just looking, it said 1986, so actually I was probably 15, but I remember seeing it, in the, I mean, it was so exciting, because it was a big picture, I mean, it was kind of an art house movie, yeah, but it was, like, available, I think I saw it at the Tivoli uh, Theater in St. Louis, uh, but Dexter Gordon just kills it in kind of the main role, and he, I don't know, I think people that don't really know him, or the history, or the fictional nature of the movie, um, think that it was biographical, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's some elements, because he did live in Europe, you know, for a while, but I don't think he lived in France, because I think he in the movie he did in Paris, I think he was living in like Denmark or something. But I mean, you know, it really wasn't about him. Mm-hmm. But he had certain things that he could relate to. But his acting was so great. His playing was so great. The soundtrack so great. Herbie had a lot to do with Freddie Hubbard's killing it. A lot of them are in the movie. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of France. Yes. You've been practicing this one. Okay. This is getting a little nervous. Let me get warmed up here. You so I'm going to say it. it in English first. Elevator to the scaffold. Or elevator to the gallows. I'm getting some conflicting information. <laughs> okay, now you put me on the spot. Now i got to find, uh, where did I have this here? So this is Miles Davis. And actually, I didn't see the movie until much later. I'd heard the soundtrack, but I always loved um, Miles' playing on here. And it was from a great you know, period there, late 50s, 57, 58, something like that. But I'm going to try this. En français, s'il vous plaît. Um, oui. Ascension pour l'achafon. The elevator to the scaffold. Elevator to the scaffold. <laughs> je suis désolé. Uh, je ne parle pas bien le français parce que je suis américain. Excusez-moi. But that was the best I could The do. last time you spoke French, we got comments on YouTube saying, don't speak French anymore. Oh, did we? Oh, my bad. <laughs> well, that's the name of the movie. I got to say it. So uh, anyway, Louis Mal, great French you know, director and everything. Classic uh, movie. Amazing Miles Davis. I don't know if Miles did it. I'm sure he appeared in different things and his music's been used in a lot of movies. But I think as far as the soundtrack... This might be his only situation. Awesome. Okay. Number four. This is a this is a favorite around here. I have mm. some posters up of this one. And Never that's, heard of uh, it. That's one that you were in called Good Night and Good Luck. Oh, yeah. If our listeners don't know, um, this was a movie. It was, what, 2005 was when it came 2005. out? 2005. Yep, yeah, exactly. Uh, directed by George Clooney, all about um, the sort of red scare of the mid-50s. Yes. Um, and, and journalists... Uh, role in that, Edward R. Murrow specifically. Yeah. And it, the way the music was done was so super cool because it was your frequent collaborator, Diane Reeves. Yes. And it was like she was in studio at the news station and yeah. it would cut to you all playing. It was you and who else was in the band? Um, Jeff Hamilton? Jeff Hamilton, of course. How do I forget? The great Jeff Hamilton. I was thinking because the soundtrack, we had a little bit of a different lineup. Oh, right on. Well, it actually was the same. Most of the soundtrack is actually from the movie recorded live, but then we did some additional tracks as well with Bob Hurst playing bass. So cool. But yeah, Jeff Hamilton was on everything. It was amazing. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. Like As you were saying, George Clooney 
or as I call him, George, oh, uh, just George. But no, he uh, he he directed it, but he also wrote it and produced it and yeah. created it. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. Like it was really his. It's baby. a brilliant film. It's one of yeah. those that when whenever it's on, I see it on. I have to watch it. You know, it's so good. And it kind of has a little resurgence every now and then on like Showtime or TBS or some random yeah. thing somewhere. And uh, yeah, good stuff. All right. Number five. Number five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so here we're getting into some some pr- probably more of our blockbuster hits. A lot of these other ones were sort of art house hits. A uh, little thing called Jurassic Park by a Never little guy named Steven Spielberg. Who? Was it by Steven Spielberg? I guess the first one was. It was, yeah. So I remember this because my older kids were like little, but it was big. But this is John Williams' score, of course. You know, the master of, of scoring big scores, stuff that we love as frequent you know arrangers and orchestrators we really look up to to john as we call him um how did how did he do all that that's what i want to know yeah how did he do think about i was just thinking about like what's my favorite john williams uh, how do you pick? I know. You know, I know. Think about like Schindler's List, the theme, the da da da. That's probably the most so classic. Beautiful. You know, yeah. And most, yeah, most beautiful art housey kind of. But even you hear this orchestration small. in the Star Wars score and you're like, oh, that's good. That's like. That's and he's like still doing it. I mean, he's still know, like, man. you know, and a lot of people like, oh, he's got orchestrators and he's got arrangers and stuff. Not really. I mean, yeah, he's got people helping him move things along, but that's all out of his mind. And, you know, I got a chance to work with him one time, not even on one of, well, I mean, with orchestra, but a kind of a jazz thing. But also, my father worked with him a few times with the symphony, and he mm-hmm. was always, you know, like a lot of symphony players, a little bit on those pops concerts, turning up their nose. But like John Williams is such a great musician, such a great conductor, yeah. and great writer that they all were like, man, this guy is a pro. And he, he was just is. here last month playing with the orchestra. I think you were out of town, actually. But yeah. You might have noticed on your social media feed, all of our friends in the St. Louis Symphony were posting pictures with John Williams. Right. And all the people that I talked to said that as a conductor, he was just very economical and just gave you exactly what they needed. And it was very, very, they were all very starstruck. Yeah. Uh, you know, as they should be. Yeah. Um, and man, what a humble, nice guy, though. For sure, like totally chill. Probably the richest composer has uh, to be I've ever shook a hand with. I'm sure <laughs> has to be, uh, which is nice too. Okay, I hear he still like does his own garbage scores. Takes his, takes no, like does his own orchestration. I don't know. That, yeah, that's not. No, true. I think he does. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, okay, so number six, we have Anatomy of a Murder. Mm. Now, this is I think the only one on here you were saying you weren't familiar with. No, I know this one. This oh, is you a do great know. album cover, too. It's great album Now, art. have you seen the movie, the though? the poster. I don't think I have seen the movie. The movie's great. The score is great. Yeah. I think all these, we feel like they both, uh, the score and the movie stand on their own, but together there's nothing like it, I think, for especially for this one. There's nothing more powerful than like great music with great visuals. So that's, you know. Yeah, and Jimmy Stewart is great in this. And I was just looking up, oh, yeah, Otto, Otto Preminger was the director who was... Uh, you know, big time director back in the fifties and uh, early sixties and stuff. But that's a really cool and great record. Duke Ellington, man, what a distinctive sound that he brought to that that movie. Really incredible. Uh, which brings us to number seven. Are you are you having second thoughts on that one? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it's your turn because I just did an. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. I don't want to say this one. Come this on, is man. Baby. There's no shame. This is a beautiful Technicolor masterpiece from just a few years ago. Oh, man, Justin hurts. And it is. La La Land by Justin. I can't hear you. Can't La La Land by Justin. La La Land by Justin. (laughs) Okay, so tell the good people out here why you're a little bit coy and sheepish in your delivery. Well, because it's this weird. You know, actually, the movie's not bad as a love story for sure, but the way they handle jazz. Come on. You can't see. That's the thing. Don't look at it as a jazz score. It's not a jazz score. Just because they're saying it is. Well, no, but you're confusing two different things. There's the. 
the plot is about what's that guy's name? Uh, the main who's the main character in that? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. He's not the he's character. A jazz he's pianist. the actor. But. He's the actor, but he plays a jazz pianist. Yeah. So everyone is like, the music's kind of jazzy, so they think it's a jazz score. That character would be dogmatic about the soundtrack. Exactly. Yeah, he wouldn't approve it. Yeah, he was totally like a yeah. But that's the thing. It's not like. You know, good night, good luck. You mentioned before, like that was we were supposed to actually be playing in the studio, playing. Yeah, jazz. it was awesome. Swinging yeah. felt great. But it was like, but that's what was supposed to be happening in there. This is like not a Greek choir. This is like actual background music, musical stuff that they start dancing to or whatever. So it's a very different kind of placement. And um, right. but some great drumming on there. Peter I, I Erskine. Have a, I, I have a bonus that. that is going to uh, knock my socks off. No, it is. But but go ahead and, and tell them about our sponsor today while we. We try to redeem ourselves. Okay. Uh, the sponsor today is OpenStudioJazz.com. We've had some great sponsors that are going to be coming back as well, but we're back old school for these few days here as we finish up Season 5, OpenStudioJazz.com. We're really big into gifting. A lot of people have been gifting. We have a new system that makes it kind of easy, and if you're thinking about a pianist and you don't know which course to get, you can peruse them, but then consider the Piano Access Pass. You can gift it, and we'll send it to them on the day that you specify. You get all the glory. We'll take care of the details. Um, trumpet courses. Diane Reeves, like she has a great course called Define Your Voice. That's really, if you have any just music fans, that's that's a good course. She talks about singing, of course, but there's just great performances and videos and accompanying things, inspirational stories, and all of that kind of stuff. And you can find it all at OpenStudioJazz.com. All right, so we're going to redeem, redeem ourselves, and that is our bonus number eight is the anti love, <laughs> and that's really any uh, score by friend of the show Terrence Blanchard. Ooh. Frequent Spike Lee collaborator, Mo yes. Betta Blues. Oh, yeah. How do we leave him Jungle off? Fever. Yeah. I mean, but even like the 25th Hour and the Black Clans. 25th Hour is so killing. It's all Black dope, Klansman. man. He's yeah. one of the great contemporary, especially with the Jazz Connection film scores. So yes. Big that shout is out the to ultimate. Terrence. Yeah. And I think, too, and I'm even going to put that shout out to TB. But the thing with that, too, is like he's just getting better and better. Like I would say Black Klansman, which I think was the last score of his that I heard. Um, I was just like really wild. I've always loved his playing and his his compositions and his film scoring. I think is just better than ever. It, it really is so distinctive and and such uh, nuances that he brings to the table. Um, good. So I'm glad you threw that in there. Um, tomorrow we're gonna have more of this kind of banter. Did you know that? Yes, we're here every day, man. Well then, <laughs> you'll hear it. All right, we're going to go out with a listener tune. This is Traveling Outcast by Paul Andrew from his ensemble Silk and Steel. Paul is in Mannheim, Germany, and is the guy who sent in the question about managing large ensembles. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm just reading for what you wrote. That was awesome. <laughs> Andrew lost it. I got him. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I got him. <laughs> All right, there we go. You'll hear it. <laughs>